I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode is brought to you by MeBank, the bank built and supported by industry super funds. Ever wondered about getting a better deal on your home loan? Well, it might be time to get in touch with MeBank. Whatever your investment strategy, you'll find a loan that's right for you with competitive rates and flexible home loan options. So stop wondering and start saving. Call MeBank on 131 563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Now here's the show. you're looking for a property that's growing enough to give you buffers in the future. So you might not be able to get buffers in your first portfolio, but hopefully in a couple of years you'll uh, use the equity and the income stream has grown to build this this protective moat. And the protective moat is the buffers that then you that you can get from your bank when you refinance. This is Property Invest Story, where we talk to successful property investors, find out more about their stories, mindset, and strategy. I'm Tyron Shump, and in this episode, we continue our conversation with John Comino, a buyer's agent at Bridge to Bricks, who hopes to replicate his success in property investment with his own clients. Continue listening to discover his strategy in finding the right investment property, his inspirations, and his future goals. For Kamano, it wasn't fear that was holding him back from getting into property investment, but a lack of discipline in saving. bought my first property at about 27. So, I, I remember looking into properties when I was younger than that and I, I, didn't, I didn't do it uh, just because I didn't have the deposit. So, I guess the, there, was no, there was no fear holding me back. There was just a, a lack of disciplined savings. Uh, so, uh, so, that was that was what was holding me back, I guess. And it was... Um, it all seemed like property investing was stuff that other people did um, because, you know, they, they had plans and so on. But, uh, yeah, it, it was only really when I met my wife to realise that it's just this slow, cumulative process that anyone can do. Uh, and it, it removed not the fear but the mystique from property investing. Komono accredits Michael Shah and his in-laws as his main mentors pushing him into property investment. I heard a lot of anecdotes growing up from my old man about you know old uh, old Uncle Spiro who ran the shop and then bought the neighbour out and you know <laughs> thirty years later was sitting on a, a, a block of property. I'd, I'd heard those sorts of stories, so they weren't direct mentors. I guess um, Michael Shaw was a mentor um, because he realised that we needed to, to uh, we could really push this. Um, my in-laws are mentors uh, because they. they uh, they were always interested, and they took a you know a very straightforward approach to, to wealth creation that was a bit timeless. You know that timelessness. He advises investors to understand that wealth is a slow process. He also encourages investors to think like tenants when buying property. 
Well, there's the old quote from Buffett where he says, uh, you know, remember someone sitting in the shade today planted a tree a long time ago. And that always that, that always stuck with me. I think that's the, the best advice that this that wealth is a slow process. Um, that would be that would be some advice. And my, my father-in-law also talked about you, you want to buy places uh, with the mindset of a tenant. So you want to when you're inspecting a property to buy, you want to think about how livable is this property. Um, now different demographics are interested in different areas, but in terms of the amenities, you, you want to think like a tenant, close to trains internal laundry, that sort of stuff. In the simplest terms, Commodore's investment strategy is to buy and hold and replicate the successes of others. When selecting his investment properties, Commodore also has a three-set criteria he looks out for. I mean, our strategy is buy and hold. Um, and there's an old sort of saying about once you get something right, just duplicate it. So we, we haven't gotten into property development. We, we simply buy and hold. And we've got a bunch of different We've got houses, we've got townhouses, but, but there's probably a, a little bit of a bias to units. Um, in terms of the, the strategy, I mean, we've got sort of three criteria for the for, for asset selection. Uh, the first one is land. There needs to be a reasonable land component. Now, that doesn't mean we're buying houses. It just means that when we're buying units for clients, that we're still keeping them low-rise um, with a large footprint. So they're usually a, a tired uh, two-story walk-up. And, and I really like three-bedroom units, not because there's a lot of demand for it, but because there's almost no supply for those. So, and because if you're getting a three-bedder in a, in a two-story walk-up, you're getting a lot of that land component. So we love land. The second, the second one's location. So we live and die by the walk score. Uh, when we're dealing with our clients, we give them a rating for how walkable uh, that, that particular location is, and this is uh, walkscore.com, which is a, an American site which just puts like a pin into a map and, uh, and gives you a, a walkability score. It also gives you a transit score about how close uh, that any particular location is to transport. So we're looking at location as well, and then we're looking at layouts. So layouts are things like, you know, uh, no bathroom off the living room. We like L-shaped living rooms. Um, just just functionality, I think that's really good. And so that, that's the asset selection. And then when we're looking at what suburb to invest in, it gets a little bit more data-driven then. Then it's about, you know, what's the vacancy rate like and what's the yield like. But we're also looking at, uh, like, the new infrastructure corridor. So, you know, the last thing we bought for ourselves was along that um, Sydney metro line, the one that links up sort of, you know, our time into Barangaroo out to Bankstown. So uh, we're really targeting that that corridor at the moment. Commono does not consider yield as a buying criteria and merely looks for capital growth. We are looking for capital growth. I mean, all properties become yielding properties eventually. So we're, we're, we're patient and we're investing for yield, but it's not a buying criteria. I know that sounds odd, but for, for us, uh, if we're buying in great locations, they'll become yielding properties um, in a couple of years. And if you're regularly buying, your, your sort of old properties are, are yielding and your new properties aren't. But as a blend, uh, it's quite a, a, a formidable portfolio. So that's what, what you're looking for. I mean, I use the yield as, a, as just a signal to see whether I'm overpaying or underpaying. But if I'm, for me personally, like I'm not necessarily targeting yield. I'm just using it as a signal uh, to see if I've got the price right. <music> 
His ultimate goal is to use property investment as a way to generate passive income for possible early retirement. The ultimate goal is, is passive income uh, and it's also multiple streams of passive income. So I don't want to be reliant on a salary or a particular property. It's, it's about um, that, you know, automating that, that cash flow. Uh, the, the big goal, I guess, is like early retirement. Uh, we're not there yet. I mean, at the moment, we're focusing on bridge to bricks uh, and really uh, focusing on, uh, you know, replicating our story for other people. Um, but, but, you know, I guess it would be early retirement. We're, we're pretty young still, so we're not looking at that yet. When applying his strategy to his clients, Commodore makes sure to buy clients the right property for them, no matter how boring and standard they might appear to be. So, you're not going to like this, Tyrone, but it's going to be all about it depends. So, the first thing it would depend. So, we're going to ask what's the right next property for you, right? So, if it's a first time buyer, we're going to buy something really boring. Um, we're going to pick a city to anchor. The, the properties in probably Sydney, but you know it could be Melbourne or um, or Brisbane. And the first property is going to be boring. It's going to it's going to serve to have the client get used to the rhythm of making repayments, uh, of receiving rent, uh, of of watching it grow. So we're not going to do anything too tricky, and we're not going to hotspot for the first property. Um, as as the property uh, as that person's portfolio develops, I mean the strategy would be to start to um, move into some more interesting areas uh, as they move through the through the property journey. So the second and third and maybe fourth and fifth and those sorts of properties, we're going to start to look at what they need at that point in time. But we're sort of knitting a quilt where each property plays a different role. So right at the beginning, it's going to be boring. It'll probably be a unit in Sydney in a great location. And then, uh, you know, the fifth property might be a house in Reevesby where they're getting land, they're getting yield, um, uh, but it all, it all sort of depends on you know the client's needs and uh, and so on. But but it's um, unfortunately there's no sort of straight answer. But it's about what's the next right property. So that that's how we kind of uh, we're trying to structure a you know I talked about a brick wall or a fortress before. It's about building that for the client. Um, so they've got a mix of mix of income streams. Comro treats property investment like insurance in that it protects the investor from the risks of further financial endeavours. You've got the castle and then you've got the river around it and the, and the moats what protects you from the, uh, the hordes and the invaders. Um, so, so you're looking for a property that, uh, that's growing enough to give you buffers in the future. So you might not be able to get buffers in your first portfolio, but hopefully in a couple of years you'll uh, use the equity and the income stream has grown to... Uh, to, to build this this protective moat, and the protective moat is the buffers that then you that you can get from your bank when you refinance. So you're sort of uh, consuming some of the capital growth, but that's okay because uh, your capital growth is it's growing faster than you can consume it. So the yeah, so that it's it's like it's like insurance, you know. So you you buy a good property so that you're protected, and then you can. Uh, refinance it down the track. That's the that's the key. Coming up after the break, we'll delve further into Commodore's property investment strategy, where he shares how he applies his property strategy to his clients' own individual scenarios. So, bridge to bricks can can help you buy the right property. It won't it probably won't be flash, but it'll be the right property. 
why he always recommends investors to set ambitious goals. So I would I would say to myself, um, set ambitious goals and try to get to them. Um, and it's you're only failing if you don't uh, if you don't set big enough goals. His unique book recommendations for fellow property investors. I went back to sort of the classics of the economics world, and I get, I, I remember reading a book called. Um, uh, it was a guide to investing in gold and silver. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shump, and you're listening to Property Investory. This episode is brought to you by MeBank, a different kind of bank built and supported by industry super funds. You could be getting a better deal on your home loan by getting in touch with MeBank. They offer competitive rates and two loan types. One with a range of features including the ability to fix your rate and have multiple offset accounts and another that's nice and simple with no ongoing fees. Both loans provide the flexibility of interest only or principal and interest. So, whatever your investment strategy, you'll find a home loan that's right for you. Stop wondering and start saving by giving MeBank a call on 131563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Now back to the show. Are you looking at buying or investing in property? Don't panic. Property is still a great investment. Is it now the time to buy, sell or hold? Find out from Australia's leading industry experts on how to take advantage of today's market. You'll learn the secrets to renovating for profit or gain the knowledge, skills and motivation to invest at the first home buyer's masterclass plus much, much more. Whether you're a new or experienced investor, you can't miss the Sydney Property Buy Expo on the 7th, 8th and 9th of September. Use the promo code PI for a three-day free pass valued at $50. For tickets and more information, visit propertybuyexpo.com.au. Commono believes that the key to success in property investment is starting off on the right foot with the right property subjective to each investor. As a buyer's agent, we try to separate like a transaction from a strategy. I mean, anyone can buy a property. Um, but as I said at the beginning, you know, most people buy a property and then never continue because they didn't buy the right property that allows them to, to stay in the game. So bridge to bricks can can help you buy the right property. It won't it probably won't be flash, but it'll be the right property. You know, Bridge to Bricks is a, you know I think is a, is a really good sort of bread and butter type uh, buyers agency. Um, it can help replicate the sort of thing that we've done. And uh, and if you just want to call and chat about your situation, I mean, we do free strategy sessions. So just just jump onto the website and get in touch, and we can have a chat. With Bridge to Bricks, Comner also ensures his team is well informed and can cater to each client's individual needs. To the listeners, you know, we can we can help with that. We can put you in touch with great people. I mean, I've um, yeah, so, so we can certainly put you in touch with good people. Uh, we personally use one property manager for all of our properties because they're they're great, you know, and and we we, we include you know we think they're part of a team. Uh, mortgage brokers, lawyers, solicitors, I mean, uh, valuers, and so on. So we we've got uh, connections with all these people, and even like tradies, you know, people who uh, uh, can quote. To, to paint your house or whatever it is, uh, the, the team the team's important, and you need people on on the speed dial. <laughs> and you know we can we can uh, we can certainly recommend people. One thing Comino regrets on his property investment journey was not setting more ambitious goals. I'd say set more aggressive goals. Um, 
you know, there's an old uh, Jordan Belfort. He's the Wolf of Wall Street guy. He says that uh, the reason most people don't succeed is because it's not because they don't achieve their goals. It's because they they set unambitious goals and they do achieve them. And, and that, you know, that's uh, that, that's quite something there. So I, I would I would say to myself, um, set ambitious goals and try to get to them. Um, and it's you're only failing if you don't. Uh, if you don't set big enough goals. That that would have been what I would have said to myself. Go harder. And for the next five years, Komono is planning on focusing on his business rather than developing his already established portfolio. Yeah, so I mean, in terms of my property journey, we're just going to let it sit for a bit. Uh, we're going to let it sit and marinate and, uh, and grow and um, and so on. Uh, what excites me about the future is is the business. Yeah, it's bridge to bricks. That, that's what we're really excited about. So, uh, I mean, Bridge to Brits is we're, we're I'm shaking a lot of hands and I'm meeting a lot of people uh, and I'm uh, you know networking galore. So the sorts of projects we're involved in are you know we're, we're buying for a lot of retail investors at the moment. Uh, we bought in Carlton in the St George area recently uh, in Wattle Grove, but we try to keep uh, in that 10 to 15 kilometre radius for our investors. Uh, and we're just you know we're just we're just going hard meeting people. Um, you know, we're, 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 you know, we have such a passion for property that, uh, you know, we, we love just talking about it. And, and, and if people get in touch with us and they just want to have a chin wag about property and about what they should do, uh, it would be my pleasure. <laughs> uh, we're just so passionate about it. Yeah. In regards to the specifics of his property portfolio, Commoner buys his investment properties in Sydney as he focuses on capital growth, but for clients desiring yield, he recommends blending Brisbane into their portfolio. Sydney-based, uh, and our personal portfolio is is around Lane Cove, uh, Tarman, uh, Carlton in New South Wales, in the St George area, San Susie down south on the beaches, uh, Five Dock I mentioned before. Uh, we, we also bought something recently in, in Wiley Park, um, which is near Bankstown. I don't think I'm forgetting any suburbs there, but, you know, uh, they're, they're the sort of areas that we look at, so Lower North Shore, Southwest, inner west, those sorts of areas. That's where we're personally invested. And what I tend to do for the clients is uh, give them a Sydney base and then blend in Brisbane for yield. That's that's been our strategy for our clients. However, Commoner believes that investing in Sydney is the more rewarding path in comparison to Brisbane, as it generates higher returns. There is some yield in units, and if you're buying the old boring walk-ups, you can you can get yield. And there's still and look, Sydney's a, a big market with lots of drivers. There, there are there is yield out there. You can you can certainly get it. I mean, I'd recommend getting started as early as you can. Um, if you're only after yield, we, we will uh, find those markets for you, and we'll probably put you into uh, into Brisbane if you're only after yield. Uh, but if you're after Sydney. Um, you're going to need to take a slow and steady approach, but it's definitely doable and I think it's actually uh, the most rewarding path. He also believes that Sydney properties aren't as expensive as everyone makes them out to be, as everything else is expensive nowadays. I just add, I mean, it's, you know, figuring out whether something's cheap or, or expensive is quite difficult at the moment. You know, we've had uh, 20 years of artificially low interest rates, we've had three rounds of quantitative easing, so you know, we, we we tend to just look at Sydney property and say, well, it's expensive, but compared to what? I mean, everything's doubled in the last 10 years, including milk and movie tickets and, and all those sorts of things. And um, creating a, rel- you know, understanding relative value is, is difficult. So 
what, what I tend to do in, in some analysis I've done is uh, look at the price of stuff compared to other stuff. So I look at the price of Sydney property compared to gold, gold being, you know, money. And if you look at Sydney prices compared to gold, uh, Sydney actually peaked in 2004 just after the just after the Sydney Olympics, and it's actually been coming down ever since. It's sort of plateaued since 2012. So I'm not convinced Sydney's expensive. I think everything's expensive at the moment. And I don't think, yeah, that, that's how I kind of look at values in that way. It's it's really good that you mentioned that and to put that all in perspective because, yes, it's true. I mean, all, all prices across the board have increased, not just only in property but, you know, everyday items, bread, milk, etc. So it does put a lot yeah. more in perspective. And that's probably why um, living in Sydney has a high cost of living as well. <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. And look, um, because we, you know, for those of your listeners who live in Sydney uh, and you have a Sydney cost of living, you want a Sydney income stream. So, uh, you know, buying, um, having a, a Brisbane-based portfolio when you live in Sydney means you've got to buy a lot of Brisbane property um, to fund your Sydney lifestyle. And that's why, that's another reason why having a Sydney anchor is valuable because that income stream is Sydney-based as well. Unlike most successful property investors, Commodore did not read books solely on property investment and instead read books on the history of the modern monetary system. I was a very sort of avid uh, reader and I, I went back to sort of the classics of the economics world and I, I, I remember reading a book called... Um, uh, it was a guide to investing in gold and silver. And I know this is not about gold, but it's from a guy named Mike Maloney. And and the first half of that book is all about uh, a history uh, history of monetary uh, monetary systems of central banks and so on. And that book really just changed my perspective on, on value and inflation and that you constantly need to be hedging yourself against inflation and uh and if you can make money rather than just hedge yourself, then you're, then you're winning. So that, that's a great little uh, guide there. and I guess it would be an indirect mentor. For other book recommendations, he encourages investors to read simple books with simple investment strategies and expand their knowledge on the workings of the economy. Yeah, I mean, I'd suggest uh, you know anything from Michael Yardney uh, or Jan Summers. They're, they're just classics and, and they have very uh, straightforward uh, and timeless sort of investment strategies. Uh, they're the sorts of investment strategies that we uh, that we recommend. I'd also say, uh, just again, a, a bit of a quirky um, book would be The Guide to Investing in Gold and Silver, which is uh, the book from Michael Maloney. Um, again, I think uh, to really make the most of uh, property investing, just getting your head around uh, inflation and, and currency debasement and, and how to profit from that is really powerful so that, that's a good uh, that's a good book too and that's actually from the rich dad poor dad uh, family of books so it's it's uh, it's not terribly obscure for listeners looking to hear more of Commodore's property investment strategy and his property journey feel free to contact him on his website listeners jump onto the website at www.bridgetobricks.com.au that's uh, t-o bridgetobricks.com.au Thank you to John Comino, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, visit our website at propertyinveststory.com. Simply type in the search bar John Comino and select that episode to learn more about his story. What if you could turn your passion of investing and buying property into a career or generate additional income helping others buy investment properties? 
Well, I've got an exclusive opportunity for you to learn from Ben Handler, one of Australia's best trainers who ran the largest property buyers agency in the country. If you're passionate about property and would like to learn about how to turn this into a career, SMS your details to 0499881040 to book in a free chat. If you love the show and you're ready to get serious about saving on your home loan, give MeBank a call. MeBank is the bank built by industry super funds, famous for their competitive rates and flexible home loan options. So, whatever your investment strategy, you'll find the loan that's right for you. Call MeBank on 131 563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply.